Good morning, Nachum. Good Arab Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshios, Bahar and Bechukosai. We finish Sefer Vayikra. It is Shabbos Chazak. According to the Chinuch, there are, between the two Parshios, a total of 36 mitzvos. The breakdown is that Bahar and Bechukosai together have 14 positive mitzvos, and together they have 22 restrictions for a total of 36 mitzvos this coming Shabbos. And the Gemara at the end of Megillah teaches us that we read annually on before Shavuos the brachos and klolos the tochacha, as found in Parshas Bechukosai, because it's a reminder to us of the need for us to do tshuva, because Shavuos is a time of judgment. The Mishnah in Rosh Hashanah, Tezayin Amaral of 16a, teaches that at four different times during the year the world is judged on Pesach regarding the grain, on Shavuos regarding Peros or Elon, on Rosh Hashanah we are judged mankind, and finally on Sukkos we're judged regarding the rainfall for the forthcoming year. And the Gemara at the bottom of that daf teaches us that it is for this reason that we bring an Omer on Pesach in order that the grain should be blessed. We bring the Shtehalechem, the two loaves, on Shavuos so that the Perosa Elon should be blessed. We blow the shofar on Rosh Hashanah in order to arouse Hashem's mercy on our behalf. And finally, we, on Sukkos, we have the Nisoch Hamayim, we have the pouring of the water on the Mizbeach in order that we should be blessed with the proper rainfall for the forthcoming year. So, this Shabbos is a very special Shabbos. And while we are still not yet within our base HaKnesses. I hope you are reading the parsha at home, pining, anticipating for when we will come back in the proper time, as soon as we get the, quote, all clear from our Rabbanim, who are, who deserve such a Yashakoach for having the courage. It's so easy to say, sure, because we want and we need tefillah b'tzibur. But we recognize that there is that incredible responsibility for ourselves, for our community, that we stay healthy, that, as the Gemara teaches at the end of Yuma, that when we, quote, violate, which it's not really a violation of Shabbos, just the opposite, because we have such a high regard for human life, 
that we put certain factors aside, including, God forbid, if there is a threat to a person's life, Shmira Shabbos, we don't say wait until after Shabbos to call the ambulance, you call on Shabbos, etc. Here too, Yashakoa Godo, for the Rabbanim who are really concerned not only about our Ruchnius, but about our Gashmius as well. We find at the beginning of Parshas Bahar the mitzvos of Shemitah and Yovel. Succinctly put, the Torah says that, as it says at the end of the parish as well, these laws apply only to the land of Israel. The land of Israel is not yours. Of course, it was given to the Jewish people as its nachala, as its special land to perform God's mitzvot, but this is God's land, the land belongs to me. And therefore, if you want to know among the many, many proofs that the Torah is divine, no government in the world could ever say to its farmers, take the year off and don't worry, we'll provide for you. And here, which year? Unlike other lands which have crop rotation, you work a land a year and then you let it lay fallow for the land. Here, the Torah says, work the land for six years straight. You would imagine at the end of that sixth year, what are you going to get? Just about nothing. And now the Torah says, don't plant in the seventh year, and you're not going to plant until the beginning of the eighth. Ay, ay, ay. So who is going to provide for us? So Hashem says so powerfully, I will take care of it. I will command. I'm in charge. And this is what Shemitah is teaching us. Incredible faith in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And, unfortunately, as we see from Parshas B'chu Kosai, when we did not observe the laws of Shemitah, Hashem said, you will be exiled from your land. And, quote, willy-nilly, one way or another, the land will get what's coming to it, its rest. When you are out of the land, the land will get the rest that's coming to it. So, the Torah says that you work the land for six and you have a year of Shemitah, a year where we abstain from working the land. And as the Torah says, that oretz, the land shall be Shabbos Lashem, literally a Shabbos unto God. Now, what does that mean? So, the Sapurno, and I quote, this seventh year, when you are desisting and stopping your working of the ground, of the earth, so what is it? It is a sabbatical, as you're going to hear in a moment. It should be muchanas lavudaso. It is set aside to serve Him. Now, whereas Forgive me, in the secular world, who was given a year's sabbatical? Oh, a full professor. And he has to be there X number of years. By us, we had it first. Who was given a year's sabbatical? Every Jewish farmer. Every Jewish farmer is looked upon as, quote, a full professor. What does that mean? Yes, you too 
are given a year off, quote, for research. What does that mean? You too go to the base medrash. You too study Torah on your level. And take a look. The Sapurno goes on and he says, Kimo Shekivein B'Shabbos Bereshis, just as every Shabbos is to be a day set apart for Ruchnius, for spirituality, and as the Yushalmi says, that Bikoshi Hitiru She'elas Shalom B'Shabbos, what does that mean? I'm taking a walk on Shabbos, and I meet somebody, and I'm going to greet them heartily, wish them good Shabbos, how are you? The Yushalmi says, sure we do this, because that's the proper thing to do, especially today if I'm, quote, socially properly distanced. But the bottom line is, really, I do it because we don't want to insult the next person. What does that mean? It means, ideally, this is a day for, quote, spirituality, Shabbos. And as Shabbos, Lashem, Thursday, Friday, Shabbos, that Shabbos, which is coming, please God, tonight, tomorrow, is a Shabbos for Hashem, so too is the seventh year. Then the Torah introduces us to the laws of Yovel. And Yovel basically is, we count, the Torah says, seven Shemitah, which gives us 49 years. And then, ta-da, ta-da, the 50th year is Yovel. Now, the Yovel requires that three factors are done and mitzvot's conjunction with the 50th year. One, the Torah tells us that that the Evid Ivri, who has been with you till Yovel, the one who we learned in Parshas Mishpatim, that stayed on after six years and says, I want to stay with my master. And the Torah says, he serves the Master forever. The Torah Shabbat Peh teaches us, as Rashi cites on the spot, Yovel. At Yovel, the Jubilee year, the Torah says that all Evidivri go free. That's number one. Number two, the land returns to the original owner. When the land was divided, when Yoshua brought the people into Eretz Yisrael and the land was divided among tribes and families, etc. If somebody had to sell their land, that land goes back to the original owner. And finally, there is the blowing of the shofar on the Yovel year, which on the 50th year, on Yom HaKippurim, something which we only have a zecher to this, namely that after Yom Kippur, we know that we blow the shofar for many different reasons. And one of the reasons that we blow the shofar is to remind us that, yes, yes, it's coming. The day is going to come without going to blow the shofar, not once on Yom Kippur, but just as we blow the shofar on Rosh Hashanah for Malchios, Zechronos, and Shofros, so too we're going to blow this on Yom Kippur. Now, interestingly, whereas on Rosh Hashanah we come to Shul and one person blows the shofar for all of us, on Yom Kippur there's a mitzvah for each individual to blow the shofar, even on Shabbos, if Yovel Yom Kippur should fall on a Shabbos.
However, one very, very important point, which the Mesha Chachma points out, which I want to share with you, and that is as follows, that whereas Shabbos is Kviyah Vakaima, what does that mean? Tonight we're going to make Kiddush, Baruch Hashem, Mikadesh HaShabbos. Shabbos has been sanctified by Hashem. When we are privileged to make Kiddush tonight, what Hashem is saying is, I'd like you to second my motion. I'd like you to honor me by seconding my motion, by you too having an opportunity to sanctify the Shabbos. But Shabbos has already been sanctified from the time of creation. Not so Yom Tov. As we've pointed out on many occasions, on Yom Tov, it's Mekadesh, as we're going to say, please God, oh, two weeks from tonight, when it's going to be the second night of Shavuos, Mikadesh HaShabbos, good, and then Yisrael V'Hazmanim, because it's the Jewish people that sanctify the time. It's the Bezdin that declares when Rosh Chodesh is, and based upon the declaration of the Bezdin by Am Yisrael, that's when the Yomim Tovim are. Having said that, the Meshachachma teaches us a very important point, and he quotes from the, uh, the Rambam, in Hilchos um, Shemitah V'yovel, in Perik Yud, Halacha Yud Gimel, that if the Jewish people do not live up to their responsibility and, one, free the slaves, two, um, return the land, three, blow the shofar, it's not Yovel. What does that mean? That whereas Shabbos is and Shemitah come by themselves. Every seventh year is Shemitah without the Bezdin, without the Sanhedrin declaring it. Not so Yovel. The Yovel has to be that it is V'kidash Tem Mishim It's only after you've done these three prerequisites that the Torah then says in Pasuk Yoralev after the Torah listing in 9 and 10, that what you have to do then Yovel He Mishim a very, very interesting idea that Shabbos, Shemitah is one category that comes automatically by itself because Hashem endowed it with sanctity and Yovel and Yom Tov are made by man. Okay, now let's try to understand how this is going to help us prepare for the Yom Tov of Shavuos, Haba So it's obvious that you count 49 years and the 15th year is Yovel, and we count every year 49 days and the 50th day is Shavuos. But beyond that, I'd like to share with you a very interesting Tikkun Zohar, and while I'm not into the Tikkun Zohar that much yet, I can only tell you in keeping with this past Tuesday, which was Lag Omer. So in honor of <clears throat> Reb Shimon Bar Yochai, I'm going to read to you from There is a Tikkun Zohar accompanying each of the three meals on Shabbos. And accompanying the Shabbos meal says the Tikkun Zohar, Tochazi, take a look, he points out. Bekulushar zimdim v'chagim, when it comes to the Yom Tov, Bo'i barnash, 
each individual is obligated and to rejoice and to invite others. Invite the poor, invite the needy, invite the widow, invite the orphan. Like the Torah says at the end of Parshas Re'eh, Hashem says, you take care of my four, I'll take care of your four. And this is found in the Kriyas Torah for uh, Shavuot. In for the second day of Shavuos, and the Torah says in the paragraph of Shavuos, "Visomachto lefnei Hashem alukecha ato ubincha bitecha avduchava mosecha your four and vahalevi Hashem b'sharecha the levi the ger the yosom leamana and Rashi says you take care of mine I'll take care of yours so on Yom Tov there's an obligation and if the Zohar continues, "Huchadi b'chodoi if you celebrate." on Yom Tov by yourself, and you don't bring the others into your table, ay, ay, ay. then he quotes the Pasuk from Malachi, Perik Bez, Pasuk Gimel, Virzeresi Peresh al Penechem, Peresh Chagechem. Namely, I'm going to literally, Hashem says, show my disdain for you, and I will scatter filth upon your face, filth of your festive offerings. And he goes on to say that it's only perish chagechem and not by Shabbos. Why? Because Shabbos, you can be by yourself. It's nice to have guests on Shabbos, but there isn't that obligation. Shabbos is each person perfecting themselves, but Yom Tov, we enter another realm. Yom Tov, we have the realm of the communal. So what does that mean? That where when we are find ourselves each one today in our respective quote quarantine still. So what are we doing? Each one is working on ourselves, and each one takes that quality that we are working on, and we bring it together. Because on Shavuos, we all come together. But how do we do so? As it's, as we're going to read, please God, on first day of Shavuos, the introduction to Kriyasa, to, to the Aseros HaDivros, Vayichan Shom Yisrael, Negedahar, the entire Israel encamped, as one in the singular Vayicham, we need each other. We need each other for Kabbalah Satorah. No one Jew can do the whole Torah. If you're a Kohen, then you're not a Levi. If you're Israel, you're not a Kohen or a Levi. And there are separate mitzvahs for each. And guess what? You're not the king of Israel. And you're not a member of the Sanhedrin. And you're not a woman. So no one person can do it all. But guess what? Together. Ah. So each one should feel today and going into Shabbos, look inside themselves and this is the most personal question you have to ask yourself what are you what are you what are you working on each one has to work on something for themselves and then each one brings their polished neshama to Kabbalah Satorah and together we're going to have a very special communal Kabbalah Satorah Shabbat Shalom to all